Hall, let's go. It's all well punk show with DJ Iggy Punks, and today I'm in Hamburg as always, <laughs> but uh, I'm behind the Rotaflora because today uh, Vidro is playing with Scarecrow and the Social Distortion at Rotaflora in an hour or so, and uh, they are also here near me. And hey, people, how are you doing? Hello. Hello. <laughs> we're good. We're happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. Can you introduce yourself? Yeah. I'm uh, Vendela, I sing. Yeah. Uh, Melody, I play bass. Stefan, I play the drums. And I'm Lucas, I play the guitar. Cool. Um, so guys, uh, you are like, how many days on tour are you? Like six, uh, like an, a week already? Uh, how did it start and how did it, how, how, how do you feel yourself? <laughs> yeah, this, this is, it's a week today. Yeah. Uh, it's a week, yeah. Yeah, so it's our eighth gig. Yeah. 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 So this and it's the last gig of yeah. the tour. So we've been having a really good time. Every, yeah. Like I don't know, people have been so nice to us, and it's been so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it's been really amazing. Like just coming out of the pandemic years and getting to come back to like the things we really love to do, which is play and yeah. be with our friends and. Uh, yeah, so every show has been really, really great. Yeah. And it's been so good to go with Axe Rush as well. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, we were both booked to play a festival, Punk Illegal, in the south of Sweden. And they had another festival in England uh, two weeks later. So we discussed the idea of actually taking the, the van down and mm -hmm. doing a round in Europe. And then we're driving the van back now on our way home and they continue to England. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah.
I dreamt of the hell to come If I didn't wake up and run I was swimming in a pool of blood Squinting at the Texas sun They're gonna mess me around, Lord They're gonna mess me around, Lord Come on, mess me around, Lord They're gonna mess me around And he only drinks to control Sometimes getting drunk just isn't enough Gonna drink the water till the water is all gone Gonna drink until the weather's wrong And every breath I take feels like a heart attack 
Start like from the back in the times. Uh, how how did you all? Can you tell how how did you did you come into punk music? How the life brought you to this? And when did it start? And what was the first things you ever heard? And you said like, okay, I'm into this. And what what happened? Yeah. That's a good question because we were asking each other that in the band on yeah. this tour. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, I can say. I mean, I was pretty young like 12 13 and hung out with some people that had a band and started playing and then I also worked at uh, my dad's record store so I had a lot of access to music and I don't know the, I mean I fell in love with the Ramones immediately and they're still my favorite band <laughs> so I don't know in the last 20 years <laughs> I've had the same favorite band pretty much yeah. uh, but I mean I'm from Portland uh, Oregon in the US from the beginning and there was a really exciting punk scene in that time in the early 2000s so there was a lot of really great bands and I just like completely fell in love with it like from the first show like just such a powerful feeling and have never <laughs> looked back since <laughs> cool and uh, what about you? <laughs> um, I think I was in the same age but it was a little bit I mean I was sort of a I've always felt like a weirdo when a little, little bit of an outsider in school I didn't really have any where it felt like home and then it was actually my dad he brought down his like vinyls uh, and I like listened to like stiff little fingers <laughs> for the first time and things like like you know like British punk from the 70s and uh, was sort of like you know sometimes when you just listen to something it just feels like home a little bit yeah. so that was sort of became my thing uh, I didn't really share it with anyone like yeah. any friends or anything but that was how I got into it and now That's awesome. I have a lot of yeah. friends in the punk <laughs> community awesome. which is yeah. nice yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I discovered punk at the tender age of 10 uh, when uh, um, somebody in my class had a, an older brother who bought the first damned LP which was new by then uh, and it totally blew me away. Uh, every riff was so exciting, and I mean the cover where they are smeared with cake all over, yeah. <laughs> that appealed so much to me <laughs> that I felt that this is my life. This is the direction of my life. I'm going to smear Cakes. myself. Yes. <laughs> Ten years old is a yeah. cake. <laughs> it's good age. Yeah, yeah. it is. It One is. cake all over my face. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm pretty much, I, I'm, I'm still into kind of the 
curiosity I had for new things uh, since the beginning of punk actually it's still very deep inside of me yeah um, makes me still wanna do all the cool things associated with punk like being in bands of course but also I've been putting out records myself and I try to document uh, punk bands by taking a lot of photos and I've been doing fun scenes and stuff so anything connected with punk I'm interested in yeah. punk and hardcore cool well, yeah and for me I think it was connected to skating skateboarding and I was probably around like 10 as well 11 and uh, I remember this like you got to know about punk through skate videos and we had VHS's that we always listened to and watched sometimes watching just for the music uh, but I remember this moment of, of this square I'm from Brazil as well uh, or not as well but I'm not from Sweden yeah. and I remember this moment of hanging out in this square and, and skateboarding the whole day and then these older punks anarcho-punks sitting there uh, they would be very welcoming and you know warming to the kids coming there and they would show us like give us cassette tapes and you know like tell us about stuff that we didn't know and I remember just like seeing all these symbols in their jackets that I've never seen before and so that's my earliest memory of getting some sort of a connection to punk is through skate and those anarcho punks in the square in the local square cool. How, uh, how did Vidro start? How did you find each, each other? Yeah. <laughs> and why? Uh, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's, a funny, it's a funny question because yeah. we actually didn't know each other before uh, we started Vidro. So we, I moved to Stockholm from Brazil and uh, since then I wanted to start a band and I started writing riffs but I, didn't, I, I, I joined another band that I played bass and the riffs were something else so they were just there waiting for something to happen mm -hmm. and then once I was out and met uh, Melody uh, at a show and she had just moved to Stockholm from Umeå yeah. and she was mentioning like oh, it will be fun to start a band in Stockholm and I said like yeah we, sh we should do it and then we just got together and jammed and started playing together um, and then we went to a show together and met. I was playing with my oh, yeah. band. Yeah. With Trots, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was playing with her other band and then... And I was at that gig. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you were too. <laughs> but I was there taking pictures <laughs> of yeah. 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 So we were all there, yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's the gig where we met uh, Vendela through another friend that just introduced us. And then she mentioned that she had moved to Stockholm from England, where you lived in Manchester before. And yeah. That you wanted to start a band as well yeah and we're like okay what do you do oh i sing <laughs> and we're like okay that's awesome but then we got in touch and uh got jamming as well yeah. and but then as usual the hardest part is to find a drummer <laughs> yeah uh and then we just like reached out to everyone we knew and like we need a drummer we have this new band going on and stefan already had seven bands <laughs> But he was up for a new one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. And then we jammed like the songs we had and it was just like it was no question that he was the perfect match and yeah, it just felt like great from start. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really like 
uh, random. We didn't know each other. It just happened to be like the right place, right time, yeah. right timing for everyone, and yeah. Just, yeah, to get together. It's been five years now. Yeah, it's great because mm -hmm. you like found a really, really great sound. I think it's like quite like unique. I think. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
yeah, what else? Uh, you you brought uh, like two cassettes and three LPs uh, till now, and uh, the LPs were brought on the King Records. They're actually from Hamburg. Uh, yes. From by Ralph. How did how did you? Not from Hamburg. They're from uh, yeah, southwest. Ah, okay. I thought like maybe I, maybe maybe I'm. Okay, yeah, but how did but you... But they're from Germany, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not too far. Yeah, it's Just like Hamburg. Like yeah. South, south, south from Sweden, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah they're very not true. true. Yeah. Yeah. We, got, we got in touch with Ralph through my previous band. Uh, we released stuff with a German label before called La Familia. Mm -hmm. uh, and when we're going to release a new record, uh, we reached out to La Familia, but he was moving to another country and he, he didn't have the chance. But he then he just hooked us up with this guy called Ralph mm -hmm. and said, like, this is a great person, really trust him, you should, uh, should get together. And Ralph was the absolutely easiest person to work with, super easygoing, super nice and very, like, excited and organized and yeah it was just like a pleasure to work with him in my previous band so when we decided to record an LP I think he was the first person we just reached out because yeah he, he was just yeah so easy to work with and then he listened to it and he, he loved it and said yes straight yeah. away and we didn't see the point of really like trying to change so much it works great with him mm -hmm. and yeah but we unfortunately never met him. Okay. Yeah. But we yeah. idolize him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we actually wonder if he actually exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We were really hoping to meet him on this tour, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe one day. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I maybe maybe I, I thought like it's diff different Ralph, but maybe it's the same Ralph I'm thinking about because like I know Ralph and I th I thought like he's he's running uh, this record label. But this Ralph is from Hamburg, from south from Hamburg. But, uh, I see. but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's maybe like a legend. Yeah. 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 We're trying to lay the puzzle. Yeah. 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 We okay. had this theory that he was a he was a movement. Yeah. <laughs> so he's several people. Yeah. Yeah. Clones. Yeah. But we actually met in uh, Leipzig now when we played at Zoro. Oh, okay. We we spoke to people that met him or that know yeah, him no, and grew yeah. up oh, with okay, him, yeah. okay. Didi, yeah, so yeah. he was giving us a bit of the image of Ralph and yes. so it was great to get closer to Ralph, mm -hmm. but we will come back to Germany eventually and yeah. meet him. But it's really like the best label experience, I mean it's so unpretentious and everything is just so easy and we're treated so well. Yeah, it runs like, so smooth. And he just knows exactly where to send the record, you know, which yeah. distros and yeah, yeah. so it's really Yeah, we're really super great. happy. Yeah. And with the first LPs on the third press now, mm -hmm. the second LP is going to the second press, so it has a really good distribution and yeah, we yeah. couldn't be happier. We've talked about trying other labels, and but I mean, I don't know, it just works so well, it's yeah. like why, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a winning concept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Ralph movement. <laughs> Join it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, we actually, I, I actually loved it that we've like hooked other people up with him as well mm -hmm. later on. So there's a band from Umeå in Sweden called Leper. Oh yeah. They released an LP as well, and it was through us. Like we recommend, we got them together, put them together. Yeah. And now Ralph is releasing some other Swedish bands. There's a new LP from his Malmo band called Kasshuve. Yeah. It's also coming through King Records. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you you told like you're playing or plays in many bands. Um, can you do you want to or can you in, uh, introduce some of them? Uh, some maybe active uh, side projects or bands you played before, which you want to tell? Like, yeah. Um, should I start? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, I like the first band that I played with. I played live was in Manchester, it was called Queer Science, mm -hmm. it was like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain, it was like experimental punk, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, and I loved it. Uh, and that's why also, when I came back to Sweden and didn't have a band, I was like, it feels like a piece in life is missing. So, I was super happy to meet these people. Yeah. And I played also in like a garage band for a while in Sweden called Sly. Lion's Den, like more 60s stuff, but it, mm -hmm. I, then I played bass, but it was a little bit too much for me to play in two bands. Uh, it was too stressful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, compared like, to stuff on like seven, but... Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 so now I don't have any other um, side projects. I had a thing with... Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been trying to do th two things, but it doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah. Good to focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have two bands that were formed in Umeå that are uh, still sort of active but not playing so much because we don't live in the same city anymore but uh, Trots and Bad Nerve uh, and then I played in a band called uh, Data Control and I played in a band called Confessions from Portland yeah Uh, <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The list is long. Yeah, I actually had nine bands before Corona, um, oh, yeah. which was really weird. And uh, I, so far, it seems like only four bands have survived Corona. But we will see if anyone else <laughs> gets back together. Yeah. yeah, and we even had a nice country punk band yeah. sort of yeah together uh, but my first band um, dates back to 1980 actually which is really weird such a long time ago but we were just kids playing funk and we had a Swedish name um, which uh, was and is because we are still playing sometimes Kurt i Kuvös. Mm -hmm. um, abbreviated KIK if that's easier for you um, and I had a, a, a short stint uh, in a band that I'm constantly reminded of everywhere I go um, the Swedish name is Huvudtvet and the English name is Head Cleaners mm -hmm. um, and I was really happy to be playing with them because they were like my favorite band as a young hardcore punk, um, really amazing band. And I've been playing in so many bands, uh, so I don't think, uh, I, I don't really think anyone cared much for any of my bands, except for the old ones when the nostalgia thing hits hard. Especially uh, if they're from the US. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Until Vidro, actually. Oh, okay. That's, uh, I, I've never had so much interest in the band that I've been in, as we all do from Vidro. 
yeah. perspective. Yeah. So it's it's a perfect match, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah really. it is. No, I agree. And I've also played in a lot of bands. Started playing in bands and when I was 13. Then on my like with my friends at school, we had like a melodic hardcore band. And after that, I had a bunch of different hardcore bands until I moved to Sweden. And then Sweden, I played in the band before called Diagnosis Bastard. And I play in Vidro now, and then I have a new band called Prison with some people in X-Rash and Nita. Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah. some uh, things on Instagram. Yeah. Really, do you, ha you already have something on? Uh, we have a demo out demo? now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, but I sing in that band, so it's something yeah. different. Cool. Yeah.
question about music. Uh, can you name some something like your some new stuff from Sweden which uh, you listen in, or you can like recommend people to dig in, or not not only from Sweden, but what are you interested <coughs> in right now? Yeah. I guess the, the first thing that comes to mind from Sweden is Gluer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really Real good. Nice band, yeah. They're great live as yeah. well. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kerosene Cream is kind of like a garage band from Stockholm that's really cool. Like, yeah. really exciting. Cool to watch. <coughs> Axe Rash, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> of course. Yeah, we were just talking about in the car that there's a lot of. Uh, we're discussing maybe doing this like Stockholm Hardcore Fest mm -hmm. that we've done before, several years before. Or not we, but uh, some <coughs> punks in Stockholm, the clueless punks. And uh, there's a lot of great bands after COVID, it feels like. And then besides the ones that you've mentioned, there's Nukis also, um, Exil. Jefir. Yeah. Uh, Jefir, yes, from uh, north, of, north of Stockholm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they're from Hudiksvall yeah. yes. and they're great as well. And then in my hometown, there's a great new band called uh, Fausa Luz uh, in Brazil, yeah, and they're also, I think they're doing something special. Yeah. I could really recommend that. Cool. Um, so I, I asked the, actually the same question uh, Xresh a year ago. Uh, what can they tell about Stockholm scene, what's happening right now? It's actually almost the same question, but maybe uh, you can tell some your favorite locations there or where you love to go to in Stockholm uh, like yeah yeah it's really I mean you mean like uh, places for gigs or for just gigs or anything? just some kind of DIY places yeah. yeah I mean it's a kind of a constant struggle of like places closing down and not I mean it's really we have a lot working against us because there's a lot of like rules and you know neighbors complaining about noise and just kind of gentrification and so it's always a really big struggle but there's always some places that make it you know and, and yeah there's always at least uh, we've had our re both record release shows at a place called Snavi that's like a bar basement that's just yeah. a really fun place for crazy shows yeah uh, and there's Cyclop and yeah uh, yeah Cafe 44 which is still like Holding gigs twice a week, uh, all ages. Um. Yeah, and Cafe 44 is also, I mean, because they have like an info shop with an, like anarcho literature yeah. and like important place for mm -hmm. anarchists yeah. in Stockholm. And Zyklopen is like an autonomous culture house yeah. in the suburbs that's also important for the like left wing and yeah. anarcho scene. Um, but as far as like squats, and the places we've been playing in, like in this tour, for instance, I think they're, it's really far away from what we have in Sweden uh, or in Stockholm. Stockholm is a bit more like, we do gigs in clubs, or not clubs, but like bars and yeah. like small places. And it's more of a, you know, you try to, you arrange the gig and you can try to do it as much as you want in your own terms. But uh, yeah, it's, it, I miss like a bit of a free zone yeah. Uh, yeah. that we can just experiment and do like yeah. more Have free a, a place stuff. that feels like yeah. our own place, you know, yeah. like we were actually talking about it in the car today that like 
I mean, you come to other cities in Europe and you see that they, I mean, there's these places that like it is a punk place and it's where you know like yep. people live and play punk and it's I don't know it's just really difficult for us to establish something like that because of all the rules and kind of limitations. But. Yeah. And I guess Gula Villa. Yeah, in of Hagen. course. Yeah, of course. It's also like a classic. That, yeah, that's, that's a very for, important yeah. Yeah. place indeed. And it's good because it's a bit outside of town, and it's super small. It's one of my favorite venues to play. Yeah. But it also means like if people make it there, they really care about it. Yeah. So. It it it's uh it makes it to great gigs. Uh, it's not you're like people just ended up there no they really care and they're there because yeah. they want to be at that gig so it they usually gets good vibes they took that train all the way there yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we could mention uh, like a couple of shops as well like uh, Green Laces yeah. um, a friend is running Green Laces and uh, she's also the singer of a band really cool band called Schmierich. Um and we've actually played in that shop once. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I saw Schmierch play there also about a month ago. Um, it's a vegan, vegan shoe it's shop. It's a vegan yeah. shoe shop, yeah. Very, cool. very important. And also I was thinking of uh, Push My Buttons because oh, yeah. it's such a cool little record store with yeah. lots of cool stuff, toys and clothing. And yeah, and Thomas that has it is super important for them. Yes. Or like he's been always been booking a lot of shows in Stockholm. Yeah. And like bringing great bands yeah, to Sweden. It, uh, that's, so true. that's super important. He's so important. Yeah. And and he also puts out a lot of records with new and coming bands from Stockholm mostly. Yeah. Yeah.
going all the way ain't right. Honey, let's eat out tonight. Just uh, maybe one more question, uh, maybe it's a long one, but we'll see. Uh, like, uh, uh, did you, like, you played, uh, you went on, on tours and played many shows, and uh, actually I seen uh, my friend from St. Petersburg wanted to put a show with you. I don't know if it happened, but I guess not because of pandemic, I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, yeah it was cancelled. Uh, it was cancelled. Do you remember some like crazy things happened on tour with you, or some funny stuff, or or some stuff which like uh, uh, stuck in your mind after playing gigs or going or, or going from city? A city? few, yeah. there yeah, are a few stories. Yeah. 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 But can you tell one of them? Or some of them? We actually did a we did a quiz for this tour with X Rash that we read on the. So we tested X-Rash on Vidro uh, uh, trivia, trivia, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was a lot about stuff that happened. Not not all of them are maybe 
appropriate to <laughs> <laughs> lift it up on an yeah. interview. <laughs> They're a bit too intimate, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We played so many years. One thing that I think is worth mentioning is touring Brazil that yeah, we did. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and we had this idea of when we started Vidro that since we have these like mixed backgrounds we had this idea of maybe it would be fun to go where we grew up and we started with brazil that's where i grew up well we, we started with hanging out oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> with south of stockholm yeah pretty easy to go to yeah <laughs> that was the first one actually yeah, yeah. that's where good living is. Yeah. yeah but then we went to brazil and that tour was amazing just like for me personally <laughs> I, I've been living in Sweden for 12 years and then I, I had no idea I would ever go back to Brazil and play with a band there. So it was it was very exciting and yeah, it was special. Then we had the US, uh, it was the next one because that's where Melody's from. <clears throat> and we had the whole tour booked, uh, West Coast, uh, really looking forward to it. Everything was booked, everything was cleared. And then COVID <coughs> came. Tickets yeah. were bought. Everything. Yeah. So that's, uh, hopefully we can do that uh, soon. Yeah. And yeah, we were supposed to play Russia as well, uh, or St. Petersburg and, and Helsinki when COVID came as well. Those were the two main things we canceled. Yeah. But in general, we just have a really good time together. I mean, I don't know, we just have so much fun and enjoy what we're doing so much. And I mean, it's just a lot of laughing and, and you know, some hard times, but we really take good care of each other. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Just, we're like yeah. a little, yeah. little family. Yeah. 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 <laughs> little dysfunctional family. Yeah. Yeah. Dysfunctional <laughs> family of freaks. No, no, that's true. We have so much fun, even if we're playing like... Uh, the next block in Stockholm, it's still going to be so much fun for yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as like, we've always, we talk about that as well, that we do not take for granted what we have going on uh, with Vidro because we've all played in several bands before. You know how it is, like you play shitty gigs uh, every now and then and you play like for three people, you know. But with Vidro, actually, it never happened. We never had a, a bad gig. Okay. Yeah. And it feels really special. It feels like, yeah. yeah it's, so I think that helps a lot, just feeling like someone else more than us care about what we do. Yeah. yeah. And it really, like, yeah, gets you going. But I love how our tours, they, pro they, they usually, that's probably not, like, special to us, but it usually starts with a bit more complex jokes and, like, more, yeah, deeper stuff. And in the end, it's just, like, you know... <laughs> Pooh! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like random, you know, like yeah, one of the childish best stuff. On this tour has been uh, that we've just been applauding everything. Like we're driving and pass by a castle, and everyone just claps. Their hands, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just on that level, like yeah, yeah. brain completely shut down. <laughs> you don't need an advanced sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> No, no play on words. No. <laughs> like, we're all five years old. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. 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 It's really the best times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, people, uh, thank you a lot for this uh, small interview. And uh, I will ask you to send some songs you like, and we will pack them together. And uh, we'll see when it will go out. It will be out. <laughs> Awesome. And I uh, really waiting to see you play in Hamburg and Rota Flora. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you a lot. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Take this bitch and cop a 